Welcome back to Clutch Force Media 365, coming through Clutch Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Who Jay The Perspective. You know what it is, the NFL Week 2 Recap, bringing you the latest news from around the NFL. And the... Hey, like that. Welcome all my beautiful people. Y'all back with me, and it's been a fun, epic weekend of football. I must say this. I honestly can tell you, I had fun watching this whole weekend of football. And yes, there were some ups, there were some downs, there were some highs, and there were some lows. But most definitely, wait, hold on, wait, wait. Oh, breaking news before we get started. Lamar Jackson is a limited participant, and this is Lamar Jackson week to face the Patriots. Now, truly, I would hate to see Lamar Jackson injured, but I would hate to face Lamar Jackson just because he's coming off a, a weird loss to the Miami Dolphins. I, I mean, Dolphins fans are ecstatic. They're loving life right now. You know what I'm talking about? It's two a time all through. Yeah. All right, cool. Now they have to face the Buffalo Bills. But before we get to that, they took on the Ravens. I honestly was like, Lamar's going to get his payback from a, a season ago. Mm. 21 unanswered points in the fourth quarter for the Miami Dolphins to take the lead and win. Pardon me. Pardon pardon me, people. I'm just saying, it's funny. I mean, I understand some people might be a little sensitive, especially if you're those Raven fans. I would feel some type of way too. I really would. Hold on, let me get the. Uh, let me pull them up for you. Let me pull them up for you. Here we go. All right, let me see. Miami, 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 Miami. Miami, Miami, Miami. Oh, there you go. All right. 42, 42 to 38. The Dolphins. There was a fun game that actually took place and from what I can tell you is Lamar Jackson was 21 to 29 for 318 yards averaging about 15.1 three TDs no interceptions no sacks decent two was 36 to 50 for 469 13.0 average Six touchdowns, two interceptions, one sack. Now, when you look at those, you're like 36 for 469. He threw the ball 50 times. What'd you expect? Lamar was 21 and 29 for 318. Now, should the Ravens have won? Yes, the Ravens should have won. I mean, honestly, they had the game in the bag, but they got to the point where it was like, what happened? Now, on to 
Buccaneers and Saints, the brawl in the Big Easy. I'm talking about you had a boring game, defensive game, 3-0, 3-3, then the fight. <laughs> the fight. Division rivals that love to fight. I'm, I, I, Dennis Allen didn't expect this, neither did Mr. Ty Bowles on the other side. Like, didn't expect it. You, you probably didn't see this one coming. Tom Brady was 18 to 34 for 190 and a touchy. One touchdown, he took one sack. Jameis Winston was 25 of 40 for 235, averaging 9.4, a tutty, three interceptions, six sacks. The Buccaneers defense came in with an understanding that that's what they do. So I didn't expect anything other than the Buccaneers to get at former Buccaneers quarterback Jameis Winston. Then you're playing in a hostile environment. It's tough to play in the Caesars Superdome, ladies and gentlemen. We all know this, but Tom Brady was frustrated. He threw tablets. He got aggravated. He was psycho Tom. That's what I tweeted out. Psycho Tom. That's the difference. Then comes the strike from Brady to Perryman in the end zone for the points. Then there's the pick six, and then it's pretty much over. And like I said, Tom Brady beats the Saints. His first time as becoming a Buccaneer, and he's won a division game in a regular season because they swept the Bucks the previous two seasons. And Brady beat them in the postseason to get that Super Bowl win. Now we're going to the Chargers and Chiefs, which was your Thursday night game. It was 27-24. Three points. I bet. I ain't going to say nothing else. But guess what? It, it just shocked me. What I've seen between these two. And this is a divisional rival as well. Bear did his thing. My homeboy definitely did. He was 24-35 for 235, two tutties, and was sacked one time. His average was a 9.8. That was Patrick Mahomes. Then Justin Abair, who I just heard news, I think will be playing Sunday. I don't have him in my fantasy league, so not a problem for me. But Justin Abair was 33 of 48. 334 yards, averaging 10.1, three tutties, one interception, and two sacks. It is solely just about your quarterback. Nah, but that's the the gunsling of your team. So the Chargers definitely will have their hands filled this week. Um, let's go back. The Giant. I, I said the Giant. No, I didn't talk about New York. New York. Let's go, New York. Come on, New York. Give me a kiss, New York. Come on, there we go. Now the New York Giants and the New York Jets, yo. I'm trying to do my best East Coast accent, yo. I'm just saying. 
NHL. I'm just kidding. Anyway, the New York Giants would take on the Panthers. A close win right there. Baker still yet to have his moment as a Panthers QB1. We all thought that it might have happened. They said week one, Baker was looking for revenge against the Browns. Week two, he had the Giants. Well, the Giants are 2-0. 19-16, to 16, Giants get this one. And while it may have been not a good game, Daniel Jones was 22 of 34, 176, averaging 8.0. A tutty, three sacks. Now look, now watch this. Baker Mayfield, 14 of 29, 145, 10.4 average, one tutty, two sacks. At least both of them was able to hold the ball without having the problems with, you know, interceptions. Daniel Jones also ran for 10 attempts for 21 yards. So he scampered. He, he got, he's averaging 2.1. Saquon Barkley was 21 of 72 in that game. No tutties. So it was that one touchdown and the kicker. All right. Not even going, not even going to do it right now. Sorry. The Giants are 2-0. 2-0. They're 2-0, guys. And the Panthers are questioning. What are we doing? Honestly. What are you guys doing down there in Carolina? Please, somebody, find out and let me know. Now, the Commanders and the Lions. After week one, this is why I wasn't so... I was hesitant about power rankings for week two. Because, like, wait, teams are not really developed into what we see yet. We don't know what the product is yet. It's only week one. Now week two, we can look at it and be like, wow, what potential some people have versus what are we, what is this? All right, Washington Commanders with Captain Carson and the Detroit Lions with, you know, MCDC. The Detroit Lions have one. I'm not kidding. No. Cheer. The Detroit Lions 36. The Commanders 27. It was a battle. Detroit said they were battling people. They meant it. 20 34. 256, 12.8 average. Four tutties, three sacks, Jared Goff. Jared Goff? Four tutties? Wow. What? What? Detroit gets it. Now watch this. Carson Wentz, 30 for 46, 330, 337. 11.23 tutties, one interception, five sacks. So the Detroit Lions defense came to the rescue. Amon St. Brown, two for 68 yards rushing. The wide receiver on the sleeve. I mean, come on. Detroit had this game pretty much packed like we're going to make our statement. 
defensively, they did. The Commanders, after looking good week one, yeah, kind of sitting back, reflecting right now on some real talk, guys. Like, honestly, just take it back. Seahawks at 49ers, 27 to 7. 49ers. Trey Lance was getting injured. He would need surgery on that ankle. But a fibula, I think it was a it's the, the the leg bone down at the bottom. The guy needs season-ending surgery. By all defaults, Jimmy G is the highest paid backup, right? How ironic does this is like a Tom Brady story? Drew Bledsoe gets you know publicized. He gets paid. He goes out week two. Jimmy G comes in. Well, no, I'm sorry. Tom Brady comes in. But in this case, you have Trey Lance, who the 49ers starting baby pride. They all want to be that guy. Comes in, gets injured. Now you call on who? Jimmy G. What does he do? Take you to the land. 27 and 7 to see they beat the Seahawks. You beat the division rival to stay in. After losing to Chicago in week one in the monsoon storm of rain of Soldier Field, the 49ers did not look equal. This week, your quarterback gets injured. Jimmy G comes. Safety net for your organization. Bengals and Cal. Listen. Cowboy fans, respectfully, champ. I respectfully, respectfully, I appreciate you. I I love the fact that you guys are diehards. Did you beat the Bengals who are still trying to figure out, are we drunk from the AFC Championship or Super Bowl for the toasts that we didn't get for the banner drop. What the is going on with Cincinnati? So Dallas definitely looked decent because your backup is expected to do his job, right? Cooper Rush, Cooper Rush, Cooper Rush, Cooper Rush, Cooper Rush. Say his name. Cooper Rush. Everything. Cooper Rush definitely is the guy that you would like to go and do battle with. He's effective. He kept the Cowboys down the field. He moved the ball when it was. He got him in good. I mean, the guy did his thing. Let me, let me keep Cooper Rush's over numbers. Let me see Cooper Rush numbers. Oh, Cooper Rush, 19 to 31 for 235, averaging 12.4. One tutty, zero interceptions. One sack. Now, watch Joe Burrow. Six sacks. 199 yards, averaging 8.31 study, 24-36. What is the difference? See, that's Michael Parsons was that guy on Joe Burrow's behind. No homo, guys. The guy was there. Hey, my guy, show up to work. As he was there. 20-17. When you thought the Bengals were actually going to win this one, they found a way to mess it up. I mean, no default to Dallas as a team, but the Bengals pretty much could have took it home 
because we all were expecting Psycho Joe to show up, but didn't happen that way, unfortunately. Then we have the oldest historic rivalry in the NFL, the Green Bay Packers, Mr. I Own You Rodgers, and the Chicago Bears, Justin Fields and the Baby Bears. I don't like they call y'all the Baby Bears, but that's the, the, the Bears. Bear down, you know what I'm talking about. Salute. They would take a trip to the Lambo. Just when you thought the new regime was in, they beat the 49ers. Like I just briefly said, they took care of the 49ers, and that was interesting because the 49ers were that team, right? That we all thought were the team. Now, Rodgers gives his praises to the young guy. But Mr. Rogers is the guy that owns stock in the Bears still. So he finds ways to get the ball around to the best that's on the team. He finds ways to get the running game incorporated. Rogers was like, he, he, like, at this point in his career, he like, look, just let me do what I do. You know, group together. It worked. They rebound from week one's ugly loss. To where now they're like, okay, Green Bay is now back favorite. And Roger was 19 and 25 with 234, 12.3, and two tutties, three sacks. While my man Jay Fields, he was 7 and 11 for 70 yards, averaging 10, zero TDs, one interception, and three sacks. Green Bay defense did their job. David Montgomery was 15 for 122, averaging 8.1 a carry still no tutty. It was Justin Fields who went in for a tutty who was 8 of 20 for 2.5 for average. His longest scamper was 7. Alright, I'm just I'm just saying, like Chicago, let's not get delusional. Let's not get delusional. Do you know what I'm saying, yo? Alright. Because if you can't get past Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, I don't know where you're going to go with this. Now, let's go to an exciting game that happened in the primetime. Man, went to overtime. Look, I think this was the third overtime game of the season so far. But this one was a thriller. Arizona Cardinals who were down 16, I think it was 16 points to the Raiders fought back in Las Vegas rolling number roulette tables gambling on Kyler Murray putting a quarter in the slot machine and chain let's get it the Raiders had this one in the bucket that's what we thought <laughs> uh uh yeah, wait wait we thought honestly God, truth, we thought it wasn't to the fourth quarter that Arizona went 16 and over in the fourth quarter. The third quarter, they outscored them seven to three. 
Vegas took off in the first quarter, seven, second quarter, 13. Arizona looked like they were done for. Yeah, I was like, I seen it on the bottom of the screen. I'm like, oh, damn, Arizona, what happened? We too. Arizona said, hold oh, no, up, wait, 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 wait. We got Kyler Murray. They let Kyler Murray cook. They let Kyler Murray get loose and he shook. Then he shook. He went in there and so took the ball out, let him go. Salute to them Cardinals. Fought back to take that W 29-23. God damn, Vegas. Josh McDaniels. You know, it's your first job over there back in the AFC West. Bro, not looking good. Lose to the Chargers week one, your division rival. Then you lose to the NFC West team, Arizona, who coming off a loss, said that we can't take this. We're not going to take this. Um, we spoke about the Texans and the Broncos. Oh, great. Russell Wilson did have a better game. Him and then Hackett, Coach Hackett, are back looking like they're out the hot seat. Um, they play the Texans. Davey Mills versus Russell Wilson. Dougie Mills, 19-38, 177, 9.3 average, no touchdowns, no interceptions, three sacks. Yeah, all field goals from there. All right, Russell Wilson was 14-31, 219, 15.6 was his average. One tutty, one interception, and he was sacked three times. Russ, I don't believe he was sacked three times, but unfortunately, Denver gets their first win, and it's against the Broncos. So, let's ride. Like old Russell said. Then we had the Falcons and the Rams. Oh, interesting one right there. 31-27. LA Rams hold off the Falcons. Ooh. Actually, could have actually won the game. Like, they got a, a takeaway, a turnover, picks it. Man, the Falcons look like they were supposed to win. I don't know what happened. Like, it just... Then Jaden Ramsey just flips it over the top. Game over. Goodbye. See you. Jets and the Browns. This is the shocker. This is the clutch shocker of week two. The Jets are pretty much out of there from a Cleveland point of view. Right? Let me, let me pull it up. Pull it up right there. All right. The Browns. Go first, so they were up seven. Then the Jets took a 14-7 lead. Browns go kick a field goal in the third quarter. Then they go up 13, and then in the fourth quarter, the Jets dropped 17 points. And this 31-30 is the finale. Finito. Joe Flacco. 26 of 44. As much as y'all know, I don't like jokes. I mean, 26 of 44, 307 yards, 11.8 was average. Four tutties, no interceptions, two sacks. Yeah, I mean, Joe, Joe, well, expect much out of Joe. Um, B. Hall, the running back for the New York Jets, he was seven carries for 50 yards. Average none, and they made it in. Now the Browns, Jacoby Brissett stepping in for suspended Deshaun Watson. He was 22 of 27, 229, averaging 10.4, 
one tutty, one interception, one sack. Nick Chubb was a, a massive runner, and him and Green Hunt combined for 87 and 58. So, let's one. 140, 100, almost 150 yards on the ground between Chubb and Hunt. You're talking about 17 attempts for Mr. Chubb, 87 yards, three tutties. And then you had Kareem Hunt, 13 attempts for 58 yards, or 4.5 average. His longest was 13, Chubb was 22, but Chubb called three of them in there. Three tutties on the day, and the Jets still pulled away with the win. Would not be denied in the end. Exciting game, I ain't gonna lie. The blanket game. If I'm gonna call this the blanket game. Oh my. If y'all, if you're in Indianapolis, Jacksonville, one of the two is gonna have problems. The other one's gonna be like, what happened? The Colts could not beat the Jaguars to get in the play playoff last season. They turn around this season and get blowed out, blanketed, zero, 24 nothing. They got Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan and them do good week one, but actually not. They tied with the fucking, uh, they tied with the Texans. So they didn't, you know, they, they did what they could do. But they did not do nothing. It was Jaguars from the first quarter to the third quarter. But nobody did nothing in the actual fourth quarter. Now your stat line is, Matt Ryan, 16 to 30, 195-12.2 average, three interceptions, five sacks. Damn, Jacksonville had to do you like that. I, I thought the I thought the Jaguars was was, was, was gonna beat y'all. Trevor Lawrence was 25 of 30. 25 of 30, 235 yards, 9.4 average, two touchdowns. Zero interceptions, zero sacks. Trevor Lawrence are clean on the day. And then you have his running back, Jay Robinson. He was 23 of 64, averaging 2.8. He had a touch. His longer was 37. That was a nice run. Now, I'm These storylines right here, just, they don't add them. But wait, there's, there's, there's these two I didn't talk about yet. Monday night featured two good games. It was two good games for some people, not two good games for other people. The Eagles and the Vikings, 24 to 7. Philadelphia never took their foot off the gas. They ran it up. Jalen Hurst looked good. It was all Philly all day. Vikings scored the second quarter after that. It was nothing for the Vikings. Dude, Jalen Hurst, Kurt West, give Kirk Cousins for 27 to 46, 2 2. 221 in yards, 8.2 in the average, one tutty, three interceptions, three sacks. While Mr. Hertz was 26-31, one tutty, one interception, three sacks. Philly easily deals with the Vikings, week two. Titans, Bills, 41-7. You gotta be kidding. 
Buffalo dropped 24 points in the third quarter. It was over. They already was up by seven, 17 by the half. And Tennessee puts in their backup quarterback, Malik Willis, who is one of what it is, one of one of four for one of four for six yards. Um, Tannehill was 11 to 24, 117, two interceptions, two sacks, no tutties. So nothing that the Titans did. Derrick Henry was 13 to 25 for 1.9 in a tutty. Nine yards was his longest run. That is Buffalo whapping the boys. Josh Allen, on the other hand, was 26 to 38, 317, 12.2 average, four touchdowns, one sack. Case Keenum comes in 0 for 2, doesn't nothing. Uh, Jay Cook for for Buffalo actually gave him somewhat of a running game. 11 attempts for 53 yards, 4.0. But Buffalo pretty much does the air nauticals. Stephon Diggs was 14 and 12 for 148 and three touchdowns. So that is it for you, you guys. Week two. It was real. It was raw. It was fun. But, hey, we're on to week three. So tune back in as we bring you the week three preview to the kickoff of week three. I'm saying this is Jay's perspective, bringing you the latest NFL news from the league, coming through Clutch Podcast. This is Clutch Sports Media 365. Thank you for tuning in. Salute. We are out, champs. Love y'all.